you know how much I cheer every time you take off your jeans? Now you're just naked. And I'm like, woo! <laughs> and then up come the sweats. Boo! <laughs> and it has some pretty dog sweats. Oh, dude. She, like Rocky were, Balboa, yeah, sure. egg yolk stained, hole in the knee. Like, like, it looks like she's training for Apollo Creed in these sweats. Drinking heavier traveling life. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. Hey, we're Speed. good. Speed, we're rolling. And it's this one just as a reminder. It's yeah. that one. Yeah. I'm, I'll look into ones that aren't even looking at me. Looking, I don't care. Don't even look into a camera. Don't even look into the camera. Don't look into the camera. I think that's not for commercial acting. I think that's for like Martin Scorsese stuff. Yes. Anyway, uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to this week in Zoltan. Uh, coming at you on this uh, rainy rainy morning with a protest outside of the building Is i don't it? know if you knew that it's a big no. protest. there's a protest outside of the building and i can't i mean it's for the war between uh israel and hamas mm. uh but it, could you tell what side they were on i couldn't it was someone had a sign that said gaza we hear you so i was like oh but then, you know, you never know what's on the other side of the sign, because on the other side it could say, but we don't agree. <laughs> you know, like, we hear you, but boy, do we not agree. <laughs> we hear you, but we're not listening. <laughs> There's a difference. And the cops were setting up the like the barricades and stuff. And I was like, can we get And thankfully, they only blocked one door. So the other door you could get in. The, this building itself. They're right, right in, front in front of yeah. the spinny doors. Wow. The the spinny doors that Emma never pushes into, and then she <laughs> makes me do it. <laughs> do you ever do that? Does your is your fiance like that? Like she's a mm. she doesn't want to get germs, right? Yeah, and you're there, so I'll just let you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how do you get into a door if he's not there? I'll open it with like one finger. Oh, I'm but I'm I'll, like a elbow or forearm guy for that stuff. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll just do lean that into too, it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not like super weird about germs, but I'm definitely like I'll avoid them when I can. Yeah, right. You know? For sure. But she'll yeah. sacrifice a forearm if I'm there yeah. to push it through. But also <laughs> another thing you do that I really love, if sometimes we'll go through the revolving door and I'll go through first, and then you're not right behind me. Like somehow we got separated, and I'll notice you'll use the momentum from the guy behind you who's pushing. <laughs> And you'll just be in there not touching any of it. And you'll go, bloop, 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 bloop. And I was like, and then you come out and you look at me and I'm like, you were no part of that effort. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I love the revolving doors. I it, Unless there's no one else in them but yourself, then you're, then you got to push. Screwed, yeah. yeah. Then you just push with your forehead because <laughs> foreheads don't contract germs. I don't know if you know that. It's just, it's true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't real human skin. This is just, uh, this is just your skull and outer form, really. I've never fallen asleep on a plane uh, face first on the seat in front of me and gotten a rash more than five times ever. That's never happened five exact times in my life. Oh, man. That's a hot start to the cast. Uh, before we get too deep, I, I don't want to forget talking about our one and only sponsor, the Safe Journal, safejournal.co. Uh, you know, I always talk about the different aspects of this journal and I was thinking about it. I always bring up the organizational aspects so you can notice patterns in your life and uh, hopefully create positive change. But you know what else I noticed? There's pages in this journal that will help you reword and reframe 
uh, your feelings. Because maybe you're like me and you're tired of just using the word anger on every page. Mm. It starts to feel redundant. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling angry today <laughs> and I don't know why. So here you have a bunch of different pages. Am I right here, mm -hmm. Emma? Uh, I'm going to flip to one of these pages and you can get, there's an emotions wheel. I should have had this thumbnailed before, but you know me. There's an emotions wheel so you can figure out how you're feeling and what you're feeling and maybe why you're feeling the way you're feeling on that feeling day. <laughs> I said feelings a lot. Uh, oh, here we go. Look at all these core value identifiers. That's not the one. That's not the one, but these are big words that are useful. It's good to identi identify who you are as a person. I'm going to list some names. And Emma, since you know me the best in this room, uh, you say that is not you at all, or that I would say that is you. Okay. All right. Open-mindedness. I feel like this might turn into an argument, <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> Careful where you tread. Open-mindedness. I'd say sometimes when you want to be, but for the most part, no. <laughs> no. Pretty stubborn, pretty stuck in my ways. Uh, would you consider me reflective? Too much. I reflect too much. Too much. You're always in your head, always daydreaming, always. You know what, when I reflect, you know what it feels like? I, I don't know if you've ever watched, uh, that one, uh, man, who's that guy? Bruce Lee, the Bruce Lee movie where he's in the mirrors. He's in that, it's that one scene at the end of one of those big Bruce Lee movies where he's in a room, it's like a fun house, and he's trying to fight the enemy. Oh, Enter the Dragon? Enter the Dragon. You know that last scene in Enter the Dragon where yeah. there's like 8,000 mirrors, and he's trying to find the enemy, but he can't tell, am I looking at the reflection of the enemy, or is that the enemy itself? That's what it feels like in my head when I reflect. Wait, is that the dragon? Is it the en you are the enemy? The I enemy am is the in your enemy. Head? Yeah. Wow. And there's like 8,000 mirrors reflecting. So you're right. I am too reflective. Mm -hmm. And it's because there's more than one mirror in my head. It's like a fun house in there. Some days, I, some days I look into the fat mirror and I'm like, oh, no, I'm fat today. And then some days I'm like, whoa, I'm feeling really good today. <laughs> and then other days I'm like, oh, I'm wavy and confused. I'm going to explain that as anger. We have a fat mirror in our house. <laughs> oh, do you? On, do and you? it's not like on purpose. Like we have, as we leave the apartment to turn down the stairs to leave, there's a giant full-length full mirror there, and it is a wide mirror. So every so. time I walk out of the house, I'm like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> every time I, will, I walk into the bathroom naked or in my underwear, I'm like, ugh, it's not healthy. I need Just to get a new mirror. Just in case you were feeling confident that day. No. That yeah. mirror makes sure. It really is bad. And I'll look at it, and I'll be like, no, that is how you look. But then I'll see Becca walk by it, and I'm like, well, that's not what she looks like. There you so go. So clearly, I have to have a frame yeah. of reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be so funny if she has that same feeling, but if she goes, nah, that is what he looks like. So, <laughs> so this must be what I look like. Damn it. She hears me go, uh, she goes, well, do some crunches. <laughs> That's what she's saying in her bed. Oh, man. We, we talk about fat mirrors all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. What is it? A lot of uh, clothing stores. You're like, ah, they got fat mirrors in there. Yeah. Lighting skinny mirrors? Some it depends on the store. Yeah. What and store wants you to have fat mirrors? I know. That's Why would they do that? Good. I think uh is it Zara? I think Zara has fat mirrors. Zara has fat mirrors? Yeah. Is it because they're trying to make us not wear their clothes? I don't know. They want you to feel really thin. Yeah. And they'll leave you with a conniption fit and then next thing you know you're yeah. bulimic and <laughs> now you're the ideal customer that they wanted all along. It should just be all the salad restaurants have fat mirrors. <laughs> yeah. You know what light dressing today? <laughs> Every fat 
every salad place should have fat windows. So the reflection that you feel when you walk by, it's like funhouse fat. And you're like, good Lord, I'm not getting a bagel. I got to yeah. drill some salad immediately. <laughs> Towards the door, it just has on the mirror, says, yeah. <laughs> and an arrow. <laughs> Objects in mirror uh, are as fat as they appear. <laughs> that's Salads they... aren't as delicious as they appear. Come on in, fatty. That's how they get you Come into the fatty. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, man. Um, what's another one? Uh, enthusiasm. Do you think that's a core value that might be identified with yours truly? I think so. Enthusi yeah. I can be enthusiastic yeah. sometimes. Fearless? Wait, what is he least enthusiastic about? I don't want to keep derailing here, but no, this, no, no, this, don't is, this derail. seems like really good fodder for it um, is. He's fun trying to slash start a arguments. Fight. <laughs> yeah. no, what are you most enthusiastic? What is he most? What are, where do you see enthusiasm most with him? Oh, that's a good question. I'd say just sports, any sports. Oh, mm, I am like, a sports fan. Didn't know that. Well, yeah. I can't. I couldn't have predicted that. Most people don't, and it's because I don't like watching sports with other people. Sure. Because then you hear their opinions. That's a real sports fan. Yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. I can't stand other people's opinions. Like I'm a Steelers <laughs> fan. I, well, first of all, I can't stand other people's opinions across the board. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Doesn't start and stop with sports. <laughs> no. As soon as we walked in and I saw a protest, I didn't even know what their opinion was, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> like, dude, we get. It. We You're get loud. it. You're loud. First Amendment. Yeah, uh. Second Amendment. Third Amendment. War in a country. And this is and that's the wrong opinion to have. Those people are taking time out of their day to fight for some people that are the voiceless. They're doing the right thing. But my initial go-to is, ugh, someone's opinion. Yeah. Someone's mm -hmm. opinion is flying out of their face right now Spendable. when they should just have headphones on and listening to someone else. Uh, <laughs> listening to this this week in Zoltan. <laughs> listening to my own <laughs> podcast. But yeah, I'm, I'm really into sports. Sports, um, fearless. I think I'm. You're gonna say no. Yeah, I think that one. You're you're very fearful. I'm a fearful. FBR. I'm scared all the time. You have no idea the conniption fit I had before we left the house to go to that holiday party last night. Really? I didn't want to go. I wanted to go. Are we gonna be early? I don't want to be there too early. But I also had a set to get to. Can we leave and come Are back? Are other people bringing their wives? Are other people bringing their wives? Because should I'm, I bring a dish? Yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to bring a bottle of wine or a buy a, a, a loaf of rye like at Seinfeld or something? I'm going to the dinner how many headshots is appropriate to sign and bring with me to the party <laughs> all these questions no answers. yeah should i bring my own frame photo and hang it on the wall is that how it works is that how they all got up there anyway um the safe journal has a bunch of these pages there's an emotions wheelie where you can figure out how you feel and put it into better words instead of just saying angry you can find other words like furious cantankerous uh i'm about to kill everybody that's probably a compound word. If it, maybe that's hyphenated, I'm, I'm going to guess. Uh, but the point is, there's a lot of tools here. So if you ever get stuck in writing, if you ever have a feeling of writer's block, this thing will get you going. Safe Journal, safejournal.co. Use Zoltan at checkout. You get 25% off and a handwritten note by yours truly. So if that's something that tickles your fancy, Safe Journal, safejournal.co, not .com, .co. That's the pitch. Great job. I always need affirmation. That's something you know. Mm -hmm. I need consistent affirmation. How did you, you actually broke me down the other day where you said like, I'm down here mm -hmm. and then I'm like, bleh, 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 and then I get a little affirmation yeah. and then, and then it brings me right video up. video games where they have the little icon of the person and then with the life their, meter. Life, their life meter and their life yes. runs out and they have to like get energy to fill back up. Uh. Zoltan has that, but with 
but with positive affirmations. Oh, so his okay. affirmation meter goes down. Yeah. And then he just, he either needs to go on stage or he needs positive affirmations from me yeah. or he needs something. He needs to read his comments, feel good. <laughs> this is all true. <laughs> the only comic on earth that gets feeds energy from the comments. Oh, I feel better now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, I'll scroll through all the good ones to find the two bad ones yeah. and then I'll be like, well, I got to find out. Yeah, I have to kill this man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're looking at a hall of mirrors. Yes, a hall of mirrors. <laughs> Wait, and then, did I just air your dirty laundry? Please air the dirty. You saw such a good side of me last night. We went to the holiday party at Gotham, which was amazing, by the way. Free food, free drinks. It never ran out. They kept bringing more drinks. They kept bringing more food. It was an extravaganza par excellence, sure. uh, and uh, had a great time. And, but like, I'm, I'm socially, I don't like to, I gotta get myself up to be social. You know, it's hard. Like, you don't know, how, I never text anybody. People text me. Like, I've never, there's times where I'm like, oh, I'll see something on TV. Oh, my friend Dane wouldn't, yeah, that's something I would text him, my lifelong friend. I'll be like, ah, and then I just won't text it. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't wanna bother anybody. And so I, uh, and I feel the same way when I go to a party or a gathering. If I get into a conversation, my first thought is, how the hell do I get out of this conversation? It's not even with someone I dislike. This is with people I like. Yeah. And I'm like, and you came up with the idea and you're like, because you think they don't want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. And that's what it is. I assume these people don't want to talk to me. So if we end up getting in a conversation, I'm like, ah, they're just being nice. Let me find an exit to this, really? to this situation. Wow. And then I try to... And then go stand in the corner. That's a that's a lot. That is a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, we, sound like you're fearful. That I don't. Is fear filled the same? <laughs> is that the same word? I think it might be. A, there, there's a there's a difference between fearful and fear filled. I'm filled with fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm so glad you came because we were going back and forth. I'm like, yeah. What if no one else brings their wives? I'll just go by myself. If I went by myself, I'd look like a mass shooter in that corner. Just sitting there, just scoping everybody, looking on my phone, plowing my face with food and drinks. And There's then, nothing I hate more than being at a comedy event without a, a buddy or without nobody I know. It's so bad. Forget it. Get me it, out of there. I'll walk in, walk out. I'll take I'll take three trains to get there, and I'll I won't step in the door if I don't see anyone I know. I hate it. I'll take three trains to get there. Realize I don't know anybody, and Uber back. Yeah, 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 of course. We we networked so much. We sat. We grabbed a plate of food. We sat in a corner and just people watched. <laughs> is that the new networking? That is the new networking. I uh, man, I'm so bad. Like, cause that that is networking is a big aspect to stand up. It's and it's so funny because. There's comedians that are really good at it, and they're usually not the best comedians sometimes. And then there's comedians that are really bad at it. And then that could go either way. They could yeah. still be horrible comedians, or they, or they could be decent too. But uh, it's, it's funny, there's not a lot of middle ground. There's either people really good at it, or people that can't maintain eye contact. Yeah. And uh, I try so hard. I try so hard to be engaged and well, you in see that you see the comics that are really good at networking and you just go i can't be that mm -hmm. no no i, I can't i can't for, because of the social part but also like it's just seems so gross yeah the way they act seems like a lot yeah they're yeah. just like at a 10 constantly like man you this is yeah. the wrong business for you pal right. <laughs> <laughs> it is i always feel weird anytime i give people a compliment too yeah because if i give someone a compliment i usually like nine times out of ten i mean it 
So like if I bump into someone, because now we live in a time too where I follow people and they follow me on social media that we've never really met. And so now that I've moved here, I've run into some of these comics that we follow each other on social, but we'd never really met. And I've told him like, man, I really like your stuff on your your reels. I love your standup. And I mean it when I say that, but because I'm new to the city, I'm like, oh, does it feel like I'm tonguing this guy's ass right now? Because really, I just mean it. I'm not looking for anything. I just mean, like, oh, we follow each other. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think your stand-up's great. But just saying those words, mm-hmm. I have yeah. the other one of the mirrors in my head going, what are you doing right now, you sleazy bastard? Well, it's weird. It's weird because you don't blink when you say it. And that's yeah. what really throws people <laughs> off. You got to be conscious of your eyes. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? I really like your stand-up. <laughs> I think your reels are incredible. It's so true. I don't blink. Your shoulders go back for no reason. I don't blink. It's very true. You really don't blink that much. I have creepy eyes. I remember one time I took an acting class when I was like 21 and they were teaching commercial acting on this particular day. Actually, most of it was commercial acting. And on the first take, the teacher goes, all right, so this is commercial acting. I'm going to need more enthusiasm enthusiasm out of you and then so on the second take i did it and then afterwards after the second take she goes all right i don't know if that was enthusiasm but you definitely opened your eyes wider (laughs) (laughs) and so apparently (laughs) apparently all i did was i did the line again louder and i went (laughs) <laughs> and then she's like, I don't know if that's going to sell a lot of my pillows. I'll be honest with you. Or maybe it would have worked for my pillow. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. My eyes, I, I have been labeled with the creepy set of peepers. I'll say that. Sure. Yeah, they're intense. Yeah. And really, just so you know, it's from a, it's fear-based. It's, it's, it's an FBR. <clears throat> FBR? What's that? A fear-based response. That's an acronym you came up with I yesterday. <laughs> It's actually on page four of the uh, <laughs> Safe Journal. <laughs> yeah, everything for me is a fear-based response because I just, I don't know, I grew up alone, so like I'm most comfortable when no one's around. Although that's a good fear-based response in certain situations. Imagine being like held up and like, give me your wallet. You just don't blink. You're like, I don't have a wallet. They're like, this guy's going to kill me. You scare the robber. <laughs> I would love to use one of the my favorite lines. Uh, Dove, Dove or Dove? Dove Davidoff. Yeah, love Dove Davidoff. Yeah, he has this. I've said it on here. I've definitely said or it to Dove, you. Actually, now Dove I don't know. or Dove, both work. Whatever. He's the only guy that comes up if you Google it. So that guy. But he had that great joke where he's like, uh, he's talking to homeless people, and like a homeless guy comes up and he says something crazy. He's like, just say something crazier back to him. It throws him off. And so some guy came up to him and he just responded like, yeah, how am I supposed to eat soup without an envelope? And the guy was like, what? And then he walked off and I'm like, that is the craziest thing to yell back. Yeah. But imagine if I said it without blinking either. Like, yeah. ah, nah. and then that, I think that would stop the robbery. <laughs> How's everyone doing tonight? Yeah. <laughs> just opening a show. <laughs> everyone just chairs slowly slide away. Yeah, it's just I'm uncomfortable and I'd rather be alone. I think that's what it is, you know? Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. I, I've, I spent a lot of my formative years. Like, you learned this about me. You mm-hmm. keep a very quiet house. Mm-hmm. You grew up in a quiet home. or Well, actually, there's a full house, so it must have not been that quiet. But my point on a quiet home is like, there was never a TV on. And then we've talked on this podcast before how many TVs I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And would you find out? It's because I was I felt a, a f- abandonment, was it? I mean, I'm just saying this based off of an Instagram reel that I watched. <laughs> <laughs> this is some Instagram therapy right here. But uh, 
It said that if you were left alone a lot as a child. Which I was. Uh, the have, Wanting to have the TV on all the time is because of that. Like, it's just so you don't feel as alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that was an N-E-B-R. If we're making a non-educated based response. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, it had the hashtags mental health and mental (laughs) health appreciation day. But no, definitely. I mean, as soon as I go to the hotel, I would put, I put the TV on and it just plays in the background. And then I mutter to myself, you know, that's when I'm the most. I love the, I love TV on when I come home. Yeah. I want, when I walk home, I want the TV on, the hotel, same thing. Yeah. My my girl, she's like, you're wasting energy. Now that we have a dog, she wants to leave the TV on all the time for the dog. For the dog, she yeah. She has something to listen to. I was like, when I need something to listen to, <laughs> I'm put out. I'm put out. But then now the dog oh, needs to watch Love Island UK. Okay. I'm sorry. I love a t- TV on Food Network on blast every time I walk out of a hotel room. So when I walk in, feels like something's cooking. I like it. I, I yeah. I just like to feel like I know what's going on. It doesn't even yeah. have to be the news. No, it's, it can just be first forty-eight or and that's what I always put on at every hotel, and uh, or just anything sports that I'm not watching. I love putting on a game that I'm not paying attention to. In the background, hockey. I don't pay attention to hockey. Sure. Put a hockey game on. Mm-hmm. What's going on over there? I don't know. Something's happening. <laughs> that's why you need a man den. That's why, oh, dude. Do once, it in your own space. Once I get a, oh, yeah, because all my noise just commandeers the house. Uh-huh. Like when, when I leave for a few hours, she feels totally in zen, totally relaxed. She's over there doing yoga. I come back, there's like candles lit. She's like in the middle of a home, you know, like she's totally zen. And then I come back like Kramer coming through the front door. Hey, hey, hey. And then the energy of the it's house. so true. Like completely you come home listening a- to Metallica. Yeah. I'm like, Metallica put out new concert footage from their latest show in Saudi Arabia. We're going to listen to Blackened right now. <laughs> you know, like, I just, I don't know. I have this... Uh, I, I need constant uh, amusement, I guess. You just I call know. her buddy when you walk in. Hey, buddy. <laughs> where'd those Cuban cigars go, buddy? <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time I leave and you're at the house, and I'm going to slide in like Kramer. Just You should yeah. have on, uh, on ready on the speaker somewhere just an applause break. <laughs> Every time he comes in, just like Kramer. <laughs> And it's hard because his affirmation meter. <laughs> oh yeah, that's actually not a terrible idea. See, we're fill, making a way. Fill me back to life. Uh, the other day I left because you know we we both work from home. Like if I'm not on the road, I'm at home working, and sure. then she works from home, like actually working. And uh, what if we realized we're like it's hard because we need two different work settings to work. Like I need a TV on. There's a podcast playing, oh, yeah. and then she's like, "I need quiet. Like, what's going on here?" So uh, I was like, "Maybe one day one of us should leave for the day." So on that day, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go work at a coffee shop," mm. and I had to get myself prepped for this. And the first three coffee shops had no space. It's just it's uh, New York is home is filled with homeless people and people with homes that act homeless. Because they have to go work at a coffee shop because their roommate's Craigslist ad said you can't be home all the time. And so, like, and they ended up living in some things. So, like, well, I work from home, but my roommate won't let me stay at home all day. So I got to go work at Variety Coffee. The library. never leave my seat. Go to the library. Those places are free, free printing. That's true. Free you print. can free print? Free printing at New that. York Public Libraries. Oh, yeah. I didn't know free that. COVID tests. They okay. got all kinds of free stuff there. That's, free books. 
That's another part. You can borrow the books. Can you borrow books from a library? Is that how they're known? You know, <laughs> having fun isn't hard when you got a library card. I mean, that's... <laughs> I love that you love that so it's much. It's from Arthur. Did we just get a new uh, sponsor for the show? <laughs> if the I New could York be sp- Public Library. <laughs> I want to be sponsored by, well, I'm already sponsored by a journal, but the New York Public Library and then something like just jerky or something like <laughs> something really off brand. But yeah, I went, I first three coffee shops taken and then I was walking to a fourth one. And I was looking, these people had set up these bird feeders in the trees and all these little birds. <laughs> I thought he was talking about in the coffee shop. It's <laughs> oh, no. like, they are working weird in there. <laughs> it was before I made it to my right, fourth right, attempt right. at a coffee shop. There's all these bird feeders hanging from a tree. And I was looking at them. I was like, oh, that's pretty neat. And then sometimes the uh, sidewalks aren't even. So the sidewalk had a lip and I'm shuffling. I shuffle and I tripped like hard. Like I tripped and then I had to catch myself so my sneaker made like a into the sidewalk. All the birds flew away. And a guy coming out of his apartment with his laundry saw the entire thing and just laughed at me. Just had as a great time. He I, I brightened his day. And then immediately as he left, I'm like, I should go home. Like there's yeah. no yeah, I mean this day's over. You're now. not coming back from You're that. not coming back from this. And then so I called you. You had just left too. I was like, finally, some peace and quiet. Yeah, and he I'd, calls. I'd been, <laughs> I'd been gone for eight minutes. And I'm like, she's like, what? And I'm like, I just, I saw a bird feeder and these birds are eating. And then I tripped and then a guy saw and he laughed at me. And she just, because normally she laughs at me when I trip. But it's so much more embarrassing when there isn't someone you love next to you going, ha! It's so much worse when a stranger goes. You don't, even, you don't even tell her you're coming home. She just starts blowing out all the candles. She's like, I guess I'll see you in five. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you had a pretty rough day. <laughs> I really thought you were coming back home when you called me. I was close. I was really 50-50. Uh, but thankfully, I felt a little better after talking to you. And then I went to uh, Blank Street, which uh, that's a chain of New York. That is a venture capitalist. Is uh, it? Yeah. That is not a real coffee shop. That is just a data center. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't they're, know that. They're owned by um, big investment firms. It felt that way. It, it was never started. It was started as a... What, are they washing money? No, they want your data. Wait, what? They just collect all your data. Yeah. Like my they like my latte order? Mm-hmm. And your phone number and anything they can get. And do what with it? I don't know. Send me more coffee ads. They, I just remember they didn't have Wi-Fi. Like it's like they didn't want me to. They work don't want there. you in there. Yeah, they only had two tables. I I sat at one of them because there's no one in there. And then I'm like, all right, you guys don't have Wi-Fi, and it looks uncomfortable here. But I forced myself to stay in that uncomfortable venture capitalist data center that is Blank Street Coffee. You were facing your FBR. I was facing my face. My, my I was facing my fears. Uh-huh. Is what I was doing. I've been trying to step into the the scary unknown. Are you Googling uh, Blank yeah, I'm Street I'm trying coffee? to figure it out because now, now I'm starting to think that I've just been giving that place a hard time for no reason. <laughs> it's just owned by like a monk. <laughs> it started as an electric-powered cart in Williamsburg. So I guess I'll just shut up from here on out. <laughs> Wait, so everything you said Everything I said apparently is wrong. Well, everything I've heard is wrong. I didn't just make that up. I definitely heard that. They do have huge investment from private equity, though. Mm. Well, I'm sure to become a chain, you got to get some money. Sure. Or but, franchise. But I lied about the beginning part. It was definitely <laughs> a very small, it's a just a dude in center. like a three square foot cart. <laughs> uh, I'll shut up now. Their coffee's not my favorite. It's not that good. I had a no. cappuccino, which is yeah. fine. But uh, 
that's actually how misinformation spreads consistently. Like yes. you said it so convincingly mm -hmm. that I was like, you know what? It did feel like a data gathering center. I'm sure it is now, though. Like, okay, I'm sure well, it's turned into that. That's probably what part of the deal was. But I'm a data gathering center. Guess what happens when you buy a ticket from me if I set it up on Eventbrite? I have your email now. And yeah. I'm going to add it to my email list. Sure. Because you bought a ticket. I'm gathering your data. You should. And I'm trying to gather more. It's not illegal. I'm just, you as know. As long as you get their permission. Yeah, well, I didn't get their... I got their permission. Cutting edge the streamlined <laughs> shops. That's their move. It's in the fine print of Eventbrite uh, login. We, uh, what else did we do this week? We watched the Golden Globes. Did you watch that? I watched all the clips. You I didn't know what was happening until Joe Coy took a, took a beating. Oh, yeah. Did you watch the monologue? We watched oh. it live. I watched clips of it. It didn't seem like he did that bad. It was fine. Yeah. It was fine. They're just going to give anyone shit for doing that. Yeah, because no one... I don't know why any comedian would sign up to host any award show. I'd do it right now. Are you kidding me? You'd do it? Uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah, but you would do it with like a Ricky Gervais... Like, Wait, so just would you. Taking a, I don't know if I could. I would do it with a smile. I'll like, tell you what. I think you'd be prepared. Ten days is enough. I think ten days is enough to at least yeah. make fun of everybody. But that's that's not Joe Coy's style. Like, no. if you watched a stand-up... No. I, t I remember I said that before we started the show. Mm -hmm. I was like, he's... I, this is a tough gig because, especially after what uh, Gervais did a few years ago mm. with the, the most epic hosting job of any award show yeah. ever, and I'm like, why would any comedian want that job? Because one, you can't outdo what he did because the original is always going to be the best. Right. So you can't come in just mean and snarky. Because it works for him because he's British and he did it to a level that was so good. You're always going to be compared to that. So even if you try that, you're just going to be like, oh, he tried to rip off Ricky Gervais from a few years ago. And then so you got Joe Coy, who isn't like that at all anyway. Mm -hmm. And then he comes out and he does like, you know, he talks about his like mom and stuff like that. And you're like, that's not... It's just not going to work in that setting. And nobody really knows who Joe Coy is outside He's of not Joe that Coy fan. fans. Yeah. So I mm -hmm. think he made the mistake by not like giving some context to what he was doing there. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, who here's who I am. This is why you should know me. Make fun of himself. Yeah. And then make fun of mm -hmm. people in the crowd. But he just he just walked out there guns blazing and everyone's like, what's happening? Who is this? I, I Man, I would have, it's very easy to say I would have done this and that. But I mean, if he could have had a sh second take at it, maybe he goes out and goes, "What am I doing here?" Yeah, you know, yeah, sure. like <laughs> this is Robert De Niro right over there. And I'm, yeah. do you know how I have any idea how many people said no for me to get this job? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's the truth. And that is the yeah. truth. Like mm -hmm. he got it ten days out because no one wanted to do the job because it's a hell gig. Mm -hmm. No one should like. There's only been a few people that have done it well. Gervais did it amazingly in a way that had never been done before. I feel, I never really wa remember when Ellen ordered pizza for everybody. Did you watch that mm -hmm. one? I think she hosted the Oscars or one of the, the Tonys. I don't remember which one, but she did a thing where like she kept doing different things with the audience. Like she took a giant group selfie. She ordered a pizza and the pizza guy showed up with <laughs> all these pizzas and they like they took a picture with him. I don't know. It's like a bunch of fun crap you can do because mm -hmm. otherwise it's a stuffy corporate mm -hmm. event is what mm -hmm. it is. It's through most self-indulgent people on the planet in a room waiting to get more praise than they've ever got. It's a bunch of me's in there. Mm -hmm. They all have affirmation meters. Yeah, they all have like affirmation you. meters. They need the trophy. <laughs> yeah. And then the best is when they don't get the trophy and they have to fake clap for the other people and yeah. go, yay. <laughs> Turned down this year by Chris Rock, Ali Wong, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, Sean Hayes, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, 
Wow. All turned it down, and that's just a partial list. Good Lord. It's crazy. Yeah. Was Paula Poundstone busy? Hilarious. Like, how, the, how did it end up all the way, you know? And Joe so, Coy is a superstar. He's somebody, doing great. Somebody said, suggested, uh, what about Roseanne Barr? And he says, just kidding. They said, did you say Joe Coy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get Joe Coy. It's a, I would never do any of that. I love that, the, I don't know if you saw, they gave out their I first. I want Jeff Dunham next year. Just Jeff. have one of his dummies do it. <laughs> that, who else are you going to get? I love Carrot Top doing props. <laughs> I would like it if it wasn't a comedian. Yeah, like uh, I'm, Martin Short has hosted stuff before, but he's a showman. He's a showman. Yeah, yeah. Seth MacFarlane's a showman. It would be fun to have one of those new douchey actors out. You know, like that guy that was just in that movie, The Claw, who's also in the show The Bear that we haven't watched. Yeah, yeah. The guy, he has three names: Jeremy Allen, White. Michael, or something. Yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White. White. Yeah. And then I don't know if you watched his like uh, Calvin Klein ads. Yeah, yeah. No, Calvin, no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Which one's right? I've done neither. <laughs> First of all, the Calvin Klein, he's perfect for Calvin Klein. He has a face. That's the face you need for... <laughs> he's got a face. He's got a face. No, but that's the face you need for Calvin Klein ads. Kind of like, oh, did you catch me naked? Yeah. But yeah. it's kind of like, I don't care. Like, yeah. that's the same look on a homeless guy's face that's pissing on the subway. Is the same face that Jeremy Allen White has pulling up his dungarees over his uh, Calvin <laughs> Klein's or whatever he's doing, you know? And it's just kind of a look like, yeah, so? And... And <laughs> go ahead. Oh, that was a good face right there. <laughs> that one? It's the face of Calvin I, Klein face? It's the look of I just peed and I'm down for whatever. <laughs> like I that's what the face is like. I have emptied my bowels. Let's party. Let's drink. I'm I'm ready to drink a picture of it. But if you watched his acceptance speech, it's just there's so many actors that once they get on stage and they have to speak from the heart, you're like, does this guy have brain damage? Like when you hear Johnny Depp speak or this guy, they're just so meandering and mealy mouth. And you're like, whoa, if he doesn't have lines, they're screwed. Have you ever seen um, Harrison Ford get do have tricks done to him by David Blaine? No. It's a must watch because <laughs> it is. It's like, does this guy even speak? <laughs> It's, like, it's almost like he's a wind-up robot, like a toy, and then they're like, I am Indiana Jones. Like, he doesn't have anything to say. He's just, ho, ho, ho. Do you think just actors... hobbling around. It's so, it's so bizarre. Do you think actors are really good because they're stupid? Because Be, here's my thing. Like, blank slate syndrome? Blank slate. The most important thing is to be present and in the moment and clear your mind and put yourself in a state of the character mm -hmm. isn't that easiest done if you're dumb mm. like if you're stupid and you don't have a fear of the camera and if you don't have a fear of like what am i doing with my hand right now isn't being stupid a giant plus in the acting world and that's why every time like they have to give a speech or something they're just like ah, you know my something uh okay <laughs> and then they just leave and you're like, what was that? Did that guy just have a million strokes? What? That was an acceptance speech? Yeah. And you're like, maybe he needs lines and then he can fill his head with lines that aren't there I originally. Think good acting is about like knowing, like stripping away all your natural instincts and like just being there and present. Right. So possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
Is that are you trying to say that we're both very smart because they don't put us in anything? I <laughs> I'm first a genius? of all, they are very smart for never casting me in anything I've auditioned for. Because <laughs> I would have done a horrible job. It's my eyes. <laughs> it's the more uncomfortable I get, the bigger my eyes get. Yeah. So every audition I've ever done is like, who's at the door? And <laughs> they're like, what? This is a robbery scene. Yeah. So. <laughs> Put this on. Who could it possibly be? Who could it be? Well, you'd be good in like a like um, the Tim Robinson stuff. What's it? I think you should leave because that's all very ex ex extracted. Acting. It's very big. Mm. It's very big and intentionally yeah. like overdone. Mm -hmm. Which I, I do think that. that type of acting is perfect. Yeah, for. I could do that. Yeah, I could do like if someone meets me in an uncomfortable setting, which is pretty much. Whenever I'm outside of my home, mm -hmm. if that's what your character is, I could do that on a set. Sure. Just make sure I never get comfortable, which will be easy, which, because I'll be in public. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure all the scenes are outside. All right. In this scene, you're going to go to this coffee shop and you're going to, there's only one table open and you're going to have to squeeze in, take your jacket off and pull your laptop out and find somewhere to plug your charger in. Go. Let's and see it. Go. I'll Action. be like a... I'll be a bull in a china shop, tripping over myself, <laughs> knocking over people's drinks, red-faced, red-faced the entire time, sweating. After I even get set up, I'm sweating. You see a sweat go down, my pits are flowing, and I'm just <laughs> counting down the minutes. I'm like, 22 minutes, that's enough time for this, right? And then I'm out of there. <laughs> Dude, I am the most comfortable at home. That's why I'm naked at home. Mm. That's why I always rip my clothes off immediately, because that's where comfort is. I think so. I love putting on sweatpants right the second I get home. I'm oh. dressing in the doorway mm. immediately. I cheer. It's pretty great. <laughs> you know how much I cheer every time you take off your jeans? Now you're just naked. And I'm like, woo! <laughs> and then up come the sweats. Boo! <laughs> 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 and I have some pretty dog shit sweats. Oh, dude, she, like Rocky work, Balboa, yeah, sure. egg yolk stained, hole in the knee. <laughs> like, like it looks like she's training for Apollo Creed in these sweats. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know. And she's like, they're the comfortable ones, and I'm like, I know they're comfortable. But for who? Not <laughs> <laughs> like comfortable for my eyes. But that's why I'm wearing the robe without underwear to combat. Mm. your sweatpants mm -mm. so i'm like oh you gotta look at those sweatpants why don't you look at these stained legs because my <laughs> my naked legs look like an old pair of sweatpants there's like fur missing there's weird stains and you're like that part's blue for some reason why is it purple <laughs> yeah, why is it? i don't know to be honest the seam looks like it's worn out like everything's bad on these sweatpants that are my legs and uh yeah so that i like how we're doing silent battles with each other you're like well i'm gonna be comfortable <laughs> and then I'm like, well, I'm going to be comfortable. I'm wearing two sweaters tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing two sweaters. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know how we ended up there, but the Golden Globes, Joy Coy, bless his heart. Everyone's wrong, by the way. And all those actors are just the popular kids in high school. I wonder how much it paid. To host? They pay you for that? Could you imagine doing it for free? I always feel like the worst gigs are always free and they say the exposure will help you. That's, I don't know. I might be wrong. Gerard, Gerard Carmichael said he made half a mil for the show last year. Half a million? Yeah. Was he a good host? Did you even remember he did it? I don't, I no. didn't remember he did it. No, neither did I. I guess sometimes it's good. I guess there is a medium of like being unmemorable, mm -hmm. but no one thinks Gerard did a bad job based on what I remember. I don't remember so any it's of good. it. So it's good. It's good to be kind of forgettable. Mm -hmm. But you still got the job, so you're still shining. 
Mm. You know? You're like a, you're like a new car nobody bought. People are talking about Joe Coy, so is that bad? No, maybe people will watch a special and then become a fan. Yeah, Could be like, a, or double down on their original feelings. I don't know. Yeah. There's no yeah. such thing as bad publicity, they say. That's there's, what they say. I mean, some. Yeah. Is there? That list <laughs> of Epstein Epstein's? list is not. <laughs> yeah. That's bad publicity That's all pretty around. True. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see uh, Cameron Diaz's name was on the Epstein list? Really? And then the publicist had to, her publicist made a statement saying that Cameron Diaz had no connection with Epstein. Blah, 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 blah. Never met him. I don't know why her name is on this list. Well, why don't you ask her? <laughs> I bet she knows. I bet the camera knows. I bet, you know, they got to figure that out. But yeah, I guess some bad press is bad press. Yeah. Yeah. But some good press. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, what else did we do? Oh, we watched that movie with the, f uh, the rugby players that ate each other. Oh, yeah. The plane crash. You know the story. The Argentinians, no, they're Uruguayans, and they were going to go play in Chile, and they crashed in the Andes Mountains in the 70s. That's like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought about then, recently. I was like, Jesus Christ. No. Yeah. <laughs> and then he had a cell phone. Everybody <laughs> had a cell phone. Yeah, no, this is in the 70s, and these guys survived in the mountains for 90 days. Close well, to it, yeah. Some yeah. of them survived. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some of them survived. <laughs> Dude, it was. I realized after watching the movie, because, like, this plane crashes in the mountains, a bunch of people die, a bunch of people survive, and slowly the rest of them start dying. And then they run out of food, so then they start eating the dead bodies. And then mm -hmm. while they're eating the dead bodies, one day an avalanche comes, kills some more of them, and then they have to dig out. And then some more stuff happens. And then they get a radio, and they realize after like a month, they found a radio in the luggage, and they set it up. And they heard broadcasts saying they've suspended the search until the spring because of the storm conditions they can't see. And so everyone's like, oh, my God, we got to stay up here for all of winter before they come find us. Jesus. And I realized after that, the real victims are the people that survived. Like, the luckiest people in that entire thing are the people that died on impact. Because uh. they just crashed and died. Can you mm. imagine surviving and then having to live through a couple avalanches, becoming a cannibal, and uh, and what else? The, a bunch of other stuff. Maybe someone was rude. I don't know. <laughs> this, you, you also had to poo in the snow. Are I don't know. Some other rough. Uh, yeah, That's what I was wondering. yeah, yeah, no, I'm sure they're still alive because that happened. They were in their 20s in 1970, meaning mm -hmm. they were born in the 50s. So that means they're in their 80s, if my math 16, is math. 70s, yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Society of Snow. Society that, of Snow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird name for... Mm -hmm. I saw that and none of that made me... I thought it was like about Bushmen. <laughs> no, I mean, in a way. It was really good, though. It was a really good movie. Yeah. You just can't... Every time you're like, well, it can't get any worse, it does. Mm -hmm. And then it's all based on a true story. Mm -hmm. By the way, they were eating people without fire. So they were eating raw, frozen bits of human. Mm -hmm. They had like a piece of glass. They were just sawing off little bits of ears, and I don't know what they were eating. But I don't know. I feel like that'd be an odd, like, I'd rather live through that. You'd live through that? I'd, I'd like to. Than dying? Yeah, I think so. Because mm -hmm. 14 of them are still alive today. Okay. Oh, they are. That's what it says according to the internet as but of can two you, days ago. Like, are they all vegan now? Could you imagine? Like, how, how do you kept, still... They kept a taste. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to go to, like, some wet market or something where they, you can... 
I heard you guys sell elbow skin here. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta get a slice of elbow skin. I I don't. It's so traumatic. It's incredibly traumatic, and and it's just you know I remember when they started eating the people because they mm-hmm. at first they're like we're out of food, and then someone brought it up. They're like there's a bunch of dead bodies out there. We could eat those, and then everyone's like no no we're not eating people, mm-hmm. and then. They finally all made, they all got hungry enough to start eating the people. And I, I turned to Emma and I'm like, how embarrassing it would it be if they just got rescued five minutes from now? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we could have held out for five more minutes and yeah, not really. eaten a human. You're, you're eating fingers. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh shit. Or there was like somebody who had already started eating and didn't say anything. Yes. He's back there, gnawing on a bone. <laughs> if they see the plane coming, they'd quickly try to finish up. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, this is the last chance. I mean, look, honestly, last chance I'll ever get to eat a person. Imagine the book tour, though. Like, I feel like if you survive that, like, like, okay, I'll, I'll be a speaker forever. I'll t- I'll make a zillion dollars. Obviously, I'm going to have tremendous amounts of guilt and yes. pain and stuff. But, like, I mean, it's a hell money. of a story to tell. One of the guys is a cardiologist now. Is he really? Yeah. Robert, uh... Roberto Canessa. He was 19 at the time. Wow. Now he's a cardiologist and a pediatric something or other. Good for him. I do love the idea that what you said where someone's eating, already eating the people, and then the conversation comes up, like, should we start eating people? And then the one guy who's already started, he's like, oh, yeah, should we? Because I may have already started on old Miguel's cheek over there. Also, what part do you eat? Leg, right? Leg? Yeah, leg's supposed to be leg, the best in every animal, right? Because you're also eating it raw. There's no fire. <sighs> That's tough. Ah! Or the fattiest parts? That's pretty chewy. Have you ever had an undercooked steak? Yeah, it's... Well, yeah, I like... I like raw steak, though. Yeah, but like seared something. No, like, uh... What do you call it? Blue? Blue. Yeah. No, uh... What's the uncooked? They chop it up. Why is my brain not working? Oh, I know what you're talking about. That tartar stuff. Tartar. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is uncooked, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a beef sushi. Carpaccio. It's, it's also not. Carpaccio. It also wasn't the guy in 17C. Like, that's a different. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cow that I've never met. Not my pal that I used to play rugby with. Uh. I was trying to think of my friends who I'd be willing to eat. None of them. They all live dirty lives. <laughs> like uh, that, that's not going to be good meat. You're like, oh yeah, this. Imagine if you like, you're going to eat a burger, and then you knew that the cow did cocaine every time it went to Vegas, and you're like, this is not going to be the best meat. <laughs> it's going to be pretty rough meat, you know. I, like yeah, I guess you kind of have get. to be a vegan after that, right? Yeah, like it's the ultimate meat. They say ba- that that humans taste like chicken. That's what I've. Is that really? true? Based on an Eddie Izzard special. <laughs> he said that cannibals say that the closest thing to human flesh is chicken. Oh, I heard which that. Which means that chicken tastes like humans. Huh. What? That's what I hear. I heard that it's supposed I'm to taste s- bad. I'm scared to like, Google it. Like bitter. I hope it tastes bad. It's because our diets are all over the place. Mm. We eat everything. So it can't yeah. taste good. I don't know. I guess maybe if we ate a monkey, that might be the closest. Because yeah. monkeys kind of eat other things, don't they? They eat meat, they eat leaves. This well, is getting way deeper than I thought it was going to be. According to the, the Guardian.com, if you've never had human flesh before, <laughs> think of it as a texture of beef, but sweeter and a little softer. Ooh. 
Ew. <laughs> this guy's over here writing this article like Hannibal Lecter. It's a little sweeter and it's a little... So Ew. Get out of here. <laughs> and apparently the, uh, the, the nickname for if you want to eat human is long pig. That's Look. like the, the, the term for it's the That's for the people that want to. Yeah, it's called, oh, like I'm trying to get some long pig. That's the secret menu, that's secret the word. Macabre <laughs> like term for long pig is human flesh. Oh, wow. Oh, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah, that's tough. I'm going to try to say that. We're going to go have lunch at the Smith after this. And I'll be like, I'll have a slice of long pig. And then I'll look right. <laughs> I'll open my eyes and look at the server and be like, can I get some long pig belly? You know what I'm talking about? I'd like it rare, please. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any from the Andes Mountains? All right, we're down here. Too many soccer players? <laughs> you know what? They were rugby players, so they're in good shape. Mm. These are like grade A beef. This is also the 70s, though. They were all smoking for sure. Oh, they were. Yeah. They, one of the biggest moments in the movie is they, because the plane broke in two and the tail was like way over there. And so one of the days, two of them go over and they come back and they're like, we went to the tail. And the guy's like, did you find food? He goes, yeah, I found a chocolate bar, but check this out. And he comes back with like a thousand cartons of cigarettes. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> they just start smoking these cigarettes. Chain smoking. Yeah they, yeah. they had enough meat to last them 90 days and enough cigarettes to last them six months. Like they had so many cigarettes. So there was food. I got to watch this movie. There was. There this was is a movie, not a documentary, right? It's a movie. It's yeah, a yeah. movie. There's and subtitles, but yeah. it's easy subtitles. Yeah, it's easy. It's a lot of, ah. What did you say that to me for? Like I can't read? Oh, because he hates subtitles, <laughs> so I assumed you hate subtitles. Like, Don't worry. You can read them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's because Zoltan hates them so much. <laughs> I hate subtitles And I always too, have but... to convince him. I'm like, it's easy. Don't worry. I, I like subtitled movies that are disaster because it's all just a lot of, ah, my face. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I see what's going on. Yeah. I don't need some, like, long dialogue that I got to read. You no, know, I'm not, I'm not trying to read, uh, you know. My and men over here. Netflix tricks you too. Like you'll watch a good trailer and then you put it on and it's in another language. I hate that. Yeah. That is so cheap on Netflix. You'll watch a good trailer and then I'll be suspect. Now I'm suspicious. When it's an actor I don't recognize, and it's a bunch of actors I don't recognize. I'm like, this could be foreign. And then we start it, and then they're like, <laughs> but dubbed. hello, my yeah, it's dubbed. It's like, hello, my name is Phil. And then you're like. I, I don't mind it, a dubbed. Netflix. I don't mind a dubbed if it's yeah. a good movie. But I don't, it'll throw me out. I don't like subtitles because it's like I'm missing the movie. Yes. Like it's not because I don't want to read. It's because I I, I, I want to watch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like a beautiful movie that I'm reading now. Mm. And it just ruins comedy. Because I can't read apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> tough, Listen. Tough day. You know what? As long as you can work the ones and twos, you don't need to read. <laughs> exactly. You don't need to read. How much time do we have left? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. I don't know numbers either. <laughs> my hourglass is broken. I have no idea. Oh, hold on. Let me check my sundial. <laughs> All right, we're good. That was really funny. Like, you could follow <laughs> Busting balls here today. But yeah, I get really um, mad at... I don't like sub... With the movie we watched at the Iron Claw at the theaters, yeah. they just randomly subtitled that one. Oh, I realized why that happened. It's it was for the, the deafies? I, I picked the disabled theater, that one. So That's I'm why like, that got... Ah. Yeah, I forgot to tell you that. That makes sense. What, it was subtitled? It was yeah. subtitled. I'd never seen a subtitled movie at a theater that was in English. Yeah. You know, and I, after like a minute, I'm like, why is it subtitled? I, mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love subtitles. It might you be know, a woman thing. <laughs> is it? My, my girlfriend loves them too. I think it yeah. might be. She puts them on the TV. All, that's all, she'll watch TV with them. Yeah, so do I. I yeah. hate it because it ruins comedy. It does. Because like the punchline will come too soon. 
And then I'm like, it's ruining it. And there's no inflection. No. Yeah. It's like, why can't they make smart subtitles that actually go when they're being said? Mm-hmm. And then if you make it spot on, then it won't ruin. But then I'm still looking down there instead of watching the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You just laugh earlier. <laughs> yeah, you laugh earlier. Kind of ruins it all. But uh, yeah, I think that's been an hour. Was there anything else we were trying to talk about before? Mm, I don't know. No. Is that it? I don't know. It's your podcast. I know it's my podcast, but I forget. Uh, Mike, anything to add? This is a great time. This is a great time. (laughs) This was. I always enjoy myself doing this podcast. I always enjoy myself here, too. I always end up laughing. And uh, I feel better than when I came in because I was really tired and hungover when I came in. Mm. And then now I'm still pretty tired and hungover, but I've laughed more than before I came in. Also. Yes. Let's wish Mike a happy birthday. He won't tell us when his birthday is, no. but he's uh, turning the big four zero coming up. No, <laughs> no, nope. we're fine. He's, he's so sad. <laughs> I was fine with it up until till yesterday. Really? Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah. when you had the moment of like, I'm turning forty. Well, you look at your life. You know, it's a real yeah. good moment. And I was told not to. I was like, don't have a this, don't have a midlife crisis. I was like, you think I'm making it to eighty? <laughs> <laughs> I had a midlife crisis when I was 25. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised I made it past 30. Like, I thought I was going to die before 30. So, wow, you were living yeah, that yeah. hard life, Mike. No, I just felt all the men in my family have died around really? that age. So I was oh, wow. just preparing for it. Bad tickers? All, all kinds of stuff. Oh, just tickers, the- drugs, alcohol, stepping on the wrong train line. Tracks. Whoa, you guys are wow. like the Von Eric family. A little bit, yeah. yeah. But with less, uh, <laughs> less public success, I would say. Wow. <laughs> I remember my old boss, Daryl Jones, always used to say that he was going to die at 50. Mm. And then he ended up beating 50 by 10 years. I think he made it to 60. So yeah. he was wrong. Well, you know. Thank God he died at 60. Well, I <laughs> mean, for, I'm, just saying he, I'm just saying he was wrong. So yeah. you never know. Like, And then I, I think if you stress about it, then you're kind of wasting the time you're, uh, you're yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. I think Lexi yeah. Pearl got me through the dying at 30 thing. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I stopped caring about that. Good. Yeah, yeah. Don't care about ago. dying. As far as career success goes, it's really hard to define what career success is now because it's not the 80s back when you did a Tonight Show and you got a sitcom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh, do you have stuff on YouTube? Everybody has stuff on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. Did it get 10 million views in an hour? Okay, maybe not. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, I mean, it's all, it's all kind of the same. What, what, what are you, my fucking doctor? I don't, <laughs> What, are you trying to help me here? That's what he does to me. It is. I'm a real advice giver. He's a fixer. I'm a fixer. Yeah. I like to I like to give advice, and then when people start pointing back at me, I'm like, whoa, this isn't about me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just, I, I, can't, I can't get it, but I can give it. I, I yeah. give sage advice, but when somebody gives it to me, I'm like, what do you stop? Yeah. You knock it off? <laughs> You're making Ugh. me uncomfortable. Stop yeah. making eye contact. Get out of here. Yeah. Blink, for Christ's sake. <laughs> I don't blink enough. I think I've had so many comments under videos going, I don't think that guy blinked for two minutes. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, but yeah, Ooh, you're going to... You start your own coffee shop. Blink Street Coffee. Blink. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a caricature of my bright eyes scaring the hell out of people that need caffeine. <laughs> Our caffeine's good, you know? It works. Look at my face. <laughs> <laughs> my eyelids have been wired open. Uh, I guess nothing happens. What's the famous Bill Burr quote about him sleeping on a futon until he was 36? So I don't know, but There's I know some famous it, yeah. quote. Famous comedians share it all the time, like, don't be sad where things don't work out at whatever age you're at because yeah. you never know what it's going to lead to and yeah. what happens down the road. Because I get it. I, I mean, when I turned 
when I was in my 30s or 30 or 29, I don't know. There's like a time where I was not happy where my career was at. And I was like, oh, I thought I'd be doing something else at this age. And then later it would it kind of came in in its own form. But I don't know. It was like really scary to think of at the time. Yeah. You know, it's just perspective. That's yes. all it does. It just puts you, it just gives you, a, it's like the first time in your life you, you look back and you're like, okay, did I do it? Did I do the right stuff? Because now there's no, there's like no, it's age. Yeah. Like there's no like, well, I could still, like, no, you can't, like you're 40. Well, I mean, to, it's, oh, so you're thinking like, oh, did I make all the right decisions like career-wise? Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm still young. I could figure it out. It's like, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, you could still figure it out. The second part might be right. Young. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But just, you know, I remember my parents for my mom's 40th birthday. Mm -hmm. I was there for it. Yeah. You know, she had a, she had a home. <laughs> oh, yeah. See, but everything's different now. Yeah. Owning a yeah. home now means you're a million. There's a comedian last night at the holiday party that was trying to sell his $400,000 apartment in Manhattan, and he couldn't get a buyer because the HOAs are 1500 a month. Crazy. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's a different, we just live in a different world. Yep. You could yeah. buy a home in like uh, Dubuque, Iowa. Sure. We were performed in Dubuque. I could have I could have bought an entire eight unit apartment complex. You own like, a Whataburger in Dubuque. <laughs> <laughs> you can own the world in Dubuque. <laughs> Dude, there's places to go own a home. It's just we happen to live in one of the most expensive cities in the entire world, so it's a little it's skewed. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, happy birthday to you. Oh, uh, thanks. And uh Safe Journal, SafeJournal.co. I'll give you a handwritten note. And cheers, everybody. I love you all. I don't, but you know, perhaps. Trekking heavier, traveling light. There's one thing that's right wherever I go. That's where I am.